Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Eric Yablanka, CIO at University of Chicago Medicine. In this segment, Yablanka talks about why they chose to roll out EPIC in phases, his plans to develop a physician network, and what it's like to work in a translational research environment. Hi, Eric. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Good morning. To get things started, um, can you tell our readers and listeners a little bit about University of Chicago Medical Center, uh, what you have in the way of hospitals, ambulatory, things like that? Sure. Uh, the University of Chicago Medicine is on the south side of Chicago. We are associated with the university. They are our parent. And as in uh, many academic medical centers, we have three missions. We have our patient care mission, which I'm primarily responsible for the information technology for. And we also have research and we have teaching. And the three of those together really make up the medical enterprise of University of Chicago. Okay. How many uh, hospitals do you have? Sure. Essentially, we have uh, a large hospital campus on the south side, and we, we have a couple of uh, separate buildings. We have a standalone children's hospital, the Comer Children's Hospital. Uh, last year, we opened the Center for Care and Discovery, which is our new uh, inpatient, adult inpatient facility. Uh, we have an outpatient ambulatory center, which we call the DCAM, where we house most of our on-campus clinics. Uh, those are our primary on-campus facilities. And then uh, off-campus, we have assorted clinics and other uh, facilities spread around Chicagoland. On-campus, we see about 400,000-plus outpatient visits a year in our clinics, about 80,000 emergency room visits, 25,000-plus uh, admissions, 26,000-plus uh, surgeries. So we're a pretty bu busy place. We're licensed around 600 beds, and uh, right now uh, we're really running at full capacity. It's been a, a very challenging last uh, six months as we um, work very hard on uh, servicing our patients and providing the best uh, care and experience for them while we're literally uh, full. Yeah, okay. Being located in Chicago, I would think that that's pretty interesting because there are a number of uh, hospitals and health systems in the area, and uh, I, I'm sure that, that that makes for an interesting environment. Well, the Chicago marketplace um, it is a very interesting environment. It's traditionally a very competitive environment. Uh, it's, it hasn't uh, matured as a marketplace like the Boston's Minneapolis and the California, you know, northern southern California where you've seen a lot more merger and consolidations of healthcare provider organizations and physician practices, although that is speeding up quite a bit in Chicago, and we expect that to happen much more going forward over the next uh, 12, 18, 24 months. But yeah. Chicago does have a rich tradition of excellent healthcare organizations who uh, provide great care. Uh, it's a very, very big uh, geographic area, so uh, it's not unusual for some er some healthcare organizations to have specific areas that they're stronger in geographically. We are a university-owned academic medical center, and that's uh, uh, unusual in Chicago. There is one other uh, left in the area, and uh, our our place in this marketplace is is quite strong. 
So as far as the, uh, the clinical application environment, um, what, uh, what type of EMR do you have in the hospitals? Sure. We've uh, implemented EPIC. Uh, we are uh, we, we took uh, sort of the multi-year journey on the EPIC implementation and uh, are pretty much fully implemented except for the revenue cycle piece of EPIC that we are planning on implementing over the next uh, 24 months or so, 18, 24 months, and that is our last transformation uh, project in the EPIC program, which we call the Phoenix Project. And so the Phoenix project is getting pretty much wrapped up, and um, we're now really focused on optimization of uh, the tools and systems that we put in. Okay. When did you start the, the process as far as uh, the, the Phoenix project? Well, we've gone through, as I said, many phases. Uh, originally, probably going back to the early 2000s, uh, we, we had uh, EPIC installed uh, just in our ambulatory side for administrative functions. And uh, we went on a, a journey, both a planning, a selection, and then an implementation process that took uh, a fair amount of time early in 2002, 2003. Uh, we began implementing in 2004, and as I said, we've done it in chunks. And uh, just about every year, we put in very large pieces of it or have done uh, major upgrades to it. So uh, it, it was uh, more of a classic phased implementation than a big bang. And uh, in that respect, we've put in just about all of their uh, systems other than the revenue cycle, which is coming next. Right. And, and did you think has that phased approach served you well? You think that was a better way to go for your organization? Uh, you know, I, I could see it going both ways. Uh, the phased approach served us well. We, um, we did a very good job, uh, uh, really uh, delivered uh, high-quality uh, implementations and, and services. Uh, but, you know, it takes longer, and the transformation uh, uh, takes time when you stretch it out. You're often uh, stuck uh, sort of in a hybrid environment between systems, and that is often challenging from a change management perspective. Uh, we saw it through. We did a pretty good job. Uh, the only other reason to consider a big bang is to drive value creation in a much quicker way. And so, you know, looking back on it, we could have gone either way. Uh, I would certainly always prefer to go faster than slower only because, uh, again, that change management process uh, is, is a big challenge in the organization and uh, going as fast as the organization can handle uh, and absorb that change uh, is likely a good thing. I think it really is organization specific. And for some organizations, it could also be a question of uh, their ability to invest and their capital uh, budgets. Uh, there could be lots of reasons to phase and to, to go easier. There are other business imperatives or priorities in the organization. And, um, you know, it, it worked out just fine for us. I really don't have any complaints. Yeah. Okay. As far as, as ambulatory, you have the, are, are the physicians group all on EPIC at this point? Yes, there is. We have the University of Chicago Practice Plan. Uh, and that practice plan uh, is part of the university, so we all work together. They are sitting on EPIC right now for all their clinical uh, activities and schedule and registration. They will be part of our revenue cycle transformation uh, project as well. 
but they've been using EPIC the longest of anybody here in the organization. Okay. Do you have um, physician practices that are affiliated as well, but not necessarily owned by the system? That's a great question. Uh, currently, um, at least our current model is uh, we're a closed staff model. Physicians generally are faculty um, at the university. They have appointments at the university and they practice in the, in the medical center, the hospital, and the clinic. And uh, that's been the traditional um, configuration here for quite a while. We are working on developing our physician network and it's likely that we would have physicians who are both faculty members or have another kind of appointment that could be affiliated, uh, owned, affiliated, uh, partnered with in some form or fashion, and that's all under development right now. So like most healthcare organizations around the country, we are dealing with those exact same issues. Right. So I wanted to, to talk a little bit about uh, you know, data, data management and um, what you're doing with, with analytics, but, but before we do that, I wanted to just get a little bit of perspective on what it's like being in, in this uh, you know, translational research environment and kind of the opportunity that, that it offers for you know, by, both IT and researchers to uh, be able to bring research from uh, bench to bedside. Sure. Uh, so one of the great privileges of working at the University of Chicago is working with our outstanding faculty and some brilliant research minds. Uh, we worked on some very, very interesting projects, every, everything from systems that are uh, help in our community and uh, link people to uh, care services in the community in, a, in an automated way that are quite inventive to um, doing predictive uh, analytics around cardiac events and other things. And so uh, the university has a organization called the CRI or the um, Center for Research Informatics. Uh, we work very, very closely with them, both from a data uh, management and provisioning perspective, but also from a translational research uh, perspective. And it really is a team sport where um, the faculty and our researchers together with the CRI and other groups work with our clinical care side uh, to put together these translational research initiatives. Uh, we're a very large research and teaching organization uh, doing really, really great work. And uh, that's really actually quite a lot of fun. Uh, beyond sort of the day-to-day -day stuff of being a CIO in a healthcare organization, uh, getting to work on some particularly interesting uh, research projects is, is very exciting. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.